Hello and welcome to episode 314th of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of cgmagonline.com. It is a beautiful day, and I know it's a beautiful day no matter when you're listening to this, so, you know, look outside. Wow, what a gorgeous day. It's raining or maybe sunny, who knows? But the point is, we got a packed packed cast here and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, joining me, Alex Hansiak, on this cast this time, we have Liam Ferguson. How you doing, Liam? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, it's lovely. It's a gorgeous day, as I've said. Uh, Jordan Biordi's also here back. He decided to say, you know, he had work today and he said, no, I'm doing this podcast. I did. I gave up everything just mm-hmm. to be here to talk about the yep. many things that we will talk about. I don't want to give it away just yet. That's good. Yeah, his work is gone. His relationships are gone, but he's here on this cast. So um, it's great. And, you know, who else to round out the cast but the editor in chief of CGMagOnline.com, Mr. Brendan Fry. Fry. Brendan, how you doing? I'm good. Yourself, Alex? Oh, I'm still doing well. Still doing well. It's, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, E3 ish presentations that we would have normally seen at E3 mm-hmm. are, are cropping up, which has been sort of the the uh what we've been doing our shows on the last couple of weeks because it's just you know a nice slow trickle and it's not everyone at the same time which is kind of nice on our end because uh we don't have to you know watch like eight presentations in in four days or or anything like that it's 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 nicely spaced you know it's it's weird it's actually weird that you mentioned that because i did genuinely forget that this is about the time that e3 like would have happened Oh yeah. So it's just like like seeing these like seeing these like directs is kind of or these like you know these like um these like live presentations are sort of like it's just like maybe it's because like because like Nintendo started doing it and then other people sort of started following suit. It just it just feels like normal, but it's just like yeah, you know what? No, like this is about the time we would start seeing all these like huge presentations. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Nintendo had a Pokemon presentation, which we're going to talk about in our in our second segment. But that could have released at any time throughout the year, the way the Nintendo sort of just stealth yeah. release uh, shows and all that. But um, we but the, did get, yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, just just to like make a, a an editor's note, like the Pokemon company and stuff, like that stuff happens like separate of Nintendo. Like it wasn't like a specific Nintendo Direct featuring Pokemon, right? Like right, and and Nintendo did say. Stuff that like to their partners and everything that they that they could reveal their games before their direct because yeah. it was sort of delayed so they're they're sort of e three things which is probably what the situation is with Pokemon um where they were gonna be in the presentation and then we're like, well, you know what let's just announce it now um while while we have the time and everything so uh, but we're not talking about Pokemon yet no no we're talking about the good old e a everyone's favorite gaming company because um, they had their e a uh Play digital uh, presentation where they uh, announced a few games and everything. Um, and I, I have the list of games here. They talked about Apex Legends. They talked about um, some Steam integration for some of their games. Gonna, uh, games like Apex and Titanfall 2 are going to be all av- available on Steam. There's going to be crossplay. Um, there's sports games. They're going to look prettier than the ones before, apparently. There's going to be a game called Rocket Arena, which is sort of a team based shooter, mm-hmm. Lost in Random. And Star Wars Squadrons is probably their big game. But it's the sort of uh, piloty, flyy Star Wars game where you get to take control of, the, of, of a rebellion pilot uh, or, or an imperial pilot or a first order pilot. So, but but Alex, who who cares about Apex Legends on Steam when you can have Apex Legends on the Nintendo Switch? Hey, no, no, here we go. No, you know, that's what we're talking about. You know, I I play a lot of Apex. It's it's probably Let's hear it. Let's hear it. the game I play most, other than other than Overwatch, which is the only game I play. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
it's a game that is not going to run well on Switch. It's it's just not. It's this oh, is yeah, not going to work. Faith. <laughs> it's I mean it's coming out in fall. I'm going to get it. It's obviously free. Mm. It's worth a download. Like other than Overwatch, which you did have to buy in to get um, on on Switch, which was a worse port than you get uh, a worse version of the game than you'd get anywhere else but um with apex i don't know like my computer used to have trouble before i upgraded it and i'm like how is the switch gonna do that when i know what's inside a switch and there's also the cross play going on so i i i don't know how they're gonna do it it's, well it's... you know what i think like i think it's it might be something like you know because my like because again i got we've we've talked about this before and i haven't played overwatch on the switch yet and i but i haven't played overwatch period so like i my my benchmark for comparison like right now like i don't really have one but right i mean like where like where i kind of look at it is like uh seeing how fortnite played on the switch and it was genuinely like pretty good like it ran really well there was never any really slow like real slowdown and even when you uh got into the cross play like I, maybe it was just like the like like um the the team at like epic that kind of knew how to like optimize it for the switch because i mean like there's like little things that you could probably notice like if you were playing on like a pc you, you your your draw distance probably isn't as far like yeah or is probably further than it would be on the switch or whatever but like when it came to the like the nuts and bolts gameplay i, I never had a problem playing it on the switch well, the, the thing about fortnite uh, is that it's it, it's way less i i feel graphically in, it, it intense than a game like apex legends in, in terms of running and and mostly i think because you can play Ape, you can play um fortnite on your tablet and get a good experience and i mean sure you're you're mostly losing out because you don't have a mouse and keyboard. You're not really losing or a controller. You're, you're not losing out really because you're playing it on on an iPad, which which is which is, is such a testament to you know what what Epic's doing and the fact that they're able to do it crossplay and everything. But I'm I'm a little worried about Apex on Switch and the fact that you know they're they're doing crossplay games where you can pl- where, where you play with people on PlayStation, Xbox, and you play with people on PC. So I I just imagine a guy with a two thousand dollar PC. And I'm sitting there on my Switch, uh, Switch Lite Pokemon Edition, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I mean, mm-hmm. there'll obviously be the aim assist and everything in there, but um, uh, it's that was probably the thing I was most excited about, but also most like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. But uh, we'll we'll know in the fall. There hasn't been a, a specific date, but um, Liam, what was your favorite part or a highlight of your f- f- of the EA Play digital presentation? My highlight of the show was Lost in Random. Lost Tell us in random. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. It was a cool-looking little weird game yeah. with a dice. Yeah, I, it... I I went to the bathroom and I missed this game completely, so I do. Uh... Well, it was it was the token EA indie game. Technically, there was another one, but this was the indiest of them all. Uh, we don't know much yet, aside from this being a narrative-driven action game with some sort of dice-rolling element. We don't really know, but I believe it takes place in a dark kingdom where every citizen's future is determined by a roll of the dice. There's a lot <laughs> we don't know, but... I started humming This is Halloween when I saw the trailer, and that basically means I'm locked in. 
Nice is... day one day one purchase for Liam. Yeah. Did they oh. give a did they give a release date or a window day for that one, one? But uh, twenty twenty one is okay. All we know for sure. Um. Yeah, the aesthetic. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's everything. <laughs> oh, okay. people behind Faye made this. That explains it. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. How about you, Brendan? Any anything stand out for you or? Um, well, I mean, the new skate game might be cool, even though we don't know very much about it yet. So that guy seemed excited about it, so... I mean, it was very much a one more thing where they're like, hey, this is also happening, mm-hmm. maybe, and everyone's been asking for Skate 4, but I'm, it might be some free-to-play thing, it could be anything right now, right? Yeah, I, I do sort of trust the, the guy they had talking about it, because he looks like he's, uh, the guy... He looks like the, he skates? He looks like he's the guy from The Big Lebowski, right? He looks like the, the title the character. Yeah, he's he's the dude, and it's like okay, you 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 can make a good skating game. I mean, I don't know if a skating game is something I like, but that does seem to be the big the big showstopper they had there. Um, they showed off Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was I was gonna say it was just it would be really like it's really interesting to see like like in the same like time frame that like Tony Hawk's one and two getting remastered, and mm. then like a new skate game. So I don't know when the sudden like. The sudden like redemand for skateboarding games happened, but like I feel like it probably maybe kind of like never went away. Like I, you know, we, I think we all went through that phase where we all like played a little too much it's Tony Hawk's Pro sort Skater. Sort of the same, I think, experience as the Guitar Hero and, and Rock Band games, where there were just too many skating games, or it was just oversaturated. Because mm. I remember getting the Tony Hawk ride that came with like the attachment, like the the actual skateboard <laughs> attachment that you could like play on your Wii. But my that was a uh, bad game. Why? I had it in my basement though. My, my basement sort of has like smooth floors, so I couldn't play the game without like damaging my floor or like falling off the skateboard. Uh, so you know, it was good times with with that Tony Hawk I, game. I hate I hate to break it to you, Alex, but that was literally everyone's experience. No matter what floor you were playing it on, it was just it was my fault. I needed better flooring. <laughs> I needed to get some like grippy floor just 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 for that great game. But yeah, I Skate Four, that's cool. Maybe you just maybe it's it, it's coming eventually. Yeah, for sure. And then Star Wars Squadrons, I think, was their big title, but it also doesn't look like a full price game. It seems to be. Mm. I'm not sure if they mentioned it, but like a forty nine ninety nine sort of like. Um, it feels like a B tier game, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like I I saw very multiplayer focused, like because there there is single player and there is um. You have to play a certain amount of single player to unlock the multiplayer, but mm-hmm. it does seem to just be like you're playing single player to get your flight trading, so you can hop into these five on five multiplayer um, battles. It's got like three modes: one, you know, regular deathmatch; one where you're taking down fleets of ships, and um, it, another sort of total supremacy one. So, uh, you know, I, I love Star Wars. I've, I'm mm-hmm. be down to play the game. It's it runs fully in VR. You can play it all in VR. So if you have a oh, VR console, they, they that could did be say that. Exciting. I didn't, uh, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. Hear. They they announced that i think today they announced that or, or yesterday mm. where you can play it all in vr my, my worry is the motion sickness yeah what my worry is every vr game i mean but... i mean there was um what was that game um eve valkyrie and that oh. actually did work quite well in vr oh. so maybe right. right 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 oh we lost liam for a second but he's uh, back, he's back you, you were Hi. just too exciting about star wars squadrons too excited it was you know too overwhelming but that's a, yep. that's about it for ea play digital it, was, it wasn't very long there wasn't, wasn't a lot long. no the other thing, yeah. which it mind boggles me, to Rocket Arena, which I think I covered uh, months and months ago mm-hmm. when the game was first announced. Okay, nice, and that that's the team based shooter kind of. Yeah. And it, they didn't really make it clear in the 
trailer, but I believe that actually has Smash Brothers life rules where you have to be thrown off the stage with rockets. I think that's right. To uh, to lose a life or stock or what have you. That's that cool. sounds right. Um, I do want to mention about the Rocket Arena game. Uh-huh. That name has been used with so many games. Wasn't Quake Rocket Rocket Arena one of those? Like, yes, I'm pretty mods? sure that this is directly based on the developers' experiences in Quake. Well, because this, this is, I think it's also Halo based, where the it's someone from the original Halo team, or members of the original Halo team are making this game. So it's a it was also a game mode in Halo kind of thing. So well, um, I imagine it wasn't a it wasn't a real mode in either of them. It was a mod in one and something and a rule set that somebody set up in the other. No, you know what? Actually, sure. that, that, that says that that uh, that was I remember. No, in uh, in Halo Three, Rocket Relay was a was it like a, was mm. a proper game mode? Where it's just like it was just rockets and cars. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it seems to be a fast-paced shooter, but it's cool that they do the Smash Bros. rules, and there's, like, the team shooter genre keeps on getting more and more games, and it's interesting how uh, different companies are trying, local. trying <laughs> to iterate on that. Oh, no, for sure. And, I mean, a- Amazon recently launched their big sort of team-based shooter that hasn't really gotten much Anywhere. much press. I mean, we did a preview of it, but it's sort of like it's out right now, and who's playing it, really? Yeah, I've, um, been, but... I've been keeping up with Twitch numbers, uh by way of some people who are interested in that and it's been it's been flagging hard it's down to a couple hundred viewers on twitch nowadays wow um, well i mean they have they have the money to to put money into that you know save that game it's if they not want to so actually out i don't think i, oh, I don't know for sure Okay, well, anyway, that's that's EA Play Digital. The, the big thing for me though was that they didn't show any FIFA, which I mean, for the for those that don't know, that's the that's that's the biggest game, sort of biggest sports they game, make, biggest, biggest money maker. It's one of the biggest money makers. Period. That game makes obscene amounts it, of cash. Obscene, it, like it sells well, and then you, you have Ultimate Team. People buy packs, people buy coins, people keep buying, and that. And they had a they had a little stuff for Madden where they showed off the cover athlete, and he talked a bit about the game. But for FIFA, which is their biggest thing, they didn't have anything, but it showed up in their in their sort of video collection thing, which I thought was so strange because the whole chat the entire time was like FIFA, 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 and they're just like, yeah, it's going to be prettier, which is a well, strange sure. sort of thing to do. One one has to wonder if like all of the stuff that happened with like EA having to deal with lawmakers and such about loot boxes. Mm. Um, and like gambling mechanics specifically in FIFA um, maybe they're trying to like slide it under the radar because you know if they come out with a new one and, and like like really hype it up and oh yeah ultimate team is back and all this stuff like that like like they're gonna just be courting more controversy so who knows yeah I mean it was interesting because um, just the amount of stories about how much people were spending in FIFA came out. Was it la- late last year? Yeah, yeah. And so people people were talking about they spent like fifteen thousand dollars and yeah. they didn't realize they did it. It's, it's absurd. Oh, I mean, like back back in the day, I used to have it on the iPad, and I think I've spent like a hundred bucks on Ultimate Team throughout the course of a year. But it was like you know a dollar here, a dollar there, and then I was like, why am I yeah. even, why am I even doing this? But it's it's such a cash cow, but it's also so easy to get people in and a lot of young fans and all that stuff. So. It was strange not to see FIFA. Maybe that's the reason, but 
I it could also be that they don't have anything new to show because that that's the issue when you do yeah. when you do this like you know you're releasing a yearly title for the last like twenty years now, where it's like well you know how much more are you gonna be able to change year on year? But they'll definitely release a FIFA twenty one you know. It's oh, we're we're gonna, I mean, people will buy it, so it's it's almost like no need to really do it. I mean, what they could do is just do a subscription model where you pay X amount of dollars and you get access to the newest FIFA game and yeah. they just keep Updates. updating the rosters, etc. Yeah. They could do that. I just don't think it'll make them as much money. Like, I mean, like, honestly, yeah. The, yeah. the sales of the game aren't where the money comes from. It is the microtransactions. So get as many people True. in that game. I mean, now we're just Maybe giving them horrible ideas. Yeah. <laughs> How do we exploit our player base to earn more money? <laughs> Thanks, Pixels and Ink. You're, you're welcome, EA. We were going to be good to our players and get rid of all the microtransactions, but now this podcast said we shouldn't, so we're just going to put them all in there. You know what? At, uh, if, at the very least, make the game free. You want to put microtransactions in it? Go ahead. Make the game free. That's all I ask. I don't know. Just, just, just. It's, just don't it's listen to this. great, but it's better than having to pay eighty dollars for a video game and then pay ten grand on top of it. You know what? Okay, ten to fifteen. You, <laughs> just a f- full disclosure: you don't have to pay ten grand, but you can. Yeah, just it's not a. The game won't stop you. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's that's about it for EA Play Digital. We we had a fan write in. A Mr. Cole Watson uh, has shared his thoughts on EA Play Digital's presentation. What a nice! And he style. says EA was disappointing since they only had Squadron to show. Skate announcement was cool, but EA is infamous for killing projects. So I hope it actually comes out. And he was also a bit worried about the VR potential sickness. So thank you, Cole. We're gonna send you something nice in the mail, courtesy of CGMagOnline.com. And uh, that's it for our first segment, but don't go anywhere because we're going to be talking about that good old Pokemon Direct. And uh, also, Jordan's been playing a couple of games that he's reviewing, including a Pokemon game, which I think we can talk about. If not, it's not coming up. But if it is, then it is coming up. Enjoy the break. And we're back. I think that was like a one second break. But in that one second break, we learned that Jordan can't say the word Spider-Man. He says Spider-Man. So yeah, Spider-Man. It's all Spider-Man. You literally just said it again. So it's it's good. We're yeah. in here. But we're back and we're not talking about Spider-Man nor Spider-Man. I mean, we could. Nor any spiders. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had to live it already off 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 recording now. We're, we're, not, we're not talking about it. Interact. Hmm. That is a Pokemon. And that's what we're talking about, actually. We're talking about the Pokemon Ooh. Presents presentation. Ooh, so, good for the vision there. Liam, well done. Uh, but before we jump into that, I there's just a you know a review done by Jordan, which is mm. Outbuddies DX. Sets up on cgmagonline.com. Mm. Jordan, how is this Outbuddies DX? Are you Outbuddies um, with it? Are you out enemies with it? What's up? I You know what? Uh, uh, I really, really was not a fan of this, I gotta say. And it annoys me when I see things like you go on like, steam and it's like steam reviews are like oh it's best game ever it's like no it's not it really isn't why does this have like a freaking 90 percent on steam but then you go to metacritic it's like 60 percent i mean wow. people are allowed their opinion no 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 not when they're wrong no, no. Sorry. <laughs> um it's just you know what it is it's like you know, I don't want. I felt sometimes I feel bad for doing this because it's like you know this is like like their first attempt at at a game. It's like you know an indie studio and like they did they did their their very best, and I'm gonna give that to them. But it's like they 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 tried to make like a Metroid game, um, and and I hesitate to say a Metroidvania because it's straight up just Metroid, um, <laughs> like <laughs> like. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a whole other rant I could get into about why Metroidvania as a term bothers me. But uh, I mean, we'll, we'll... Jordan, yeah. Castlevania and Metroid came out very similar to each other, and it wasn't until Super Super Metroid and Castlevania. Uh, I'd say Castlevania. Symphony of the Night. Yeah, I did Symphony of the Night, but yeah. The, it wasn't really no even Super Castlevania does it as well. Super no, Castlevania Super Castlevania is a, is, is a straight just like side scrolling. But it does have it on, does have. No one knows, but continue. Uh, but it, Super Castlevania does have uh, some level up elements. You do have like the weapons you get, etc., etc., etc. Well, that, but that's just like that's just like arcade elements, just right? Like that's, that's just tiers of yeah, power just, ups. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's not like Metroid where like Symphony of the Night is where it really kind of pushes that to the we have the RPG elements. Yeah, no, a- absolutely, hundred percent. Like that, but that's but that's kind of what I mean when I when I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Liam. No, I was just joking. Oh, and like yeah. well, the le- the level up pause. Yeah, <laughs> that's sweet little. Well, you gotta know you leveled up, right? You want to make sure people you need that, know right? it. Makes yeah. you but, know it lets you know, but like. You know, I'm willing, I'm willing, but that's like, that's the kind of thing where like Symphony of the Night and like, you know, uh, like Aria Sorrow and mm-hmm, the, like, those games, like those are the outliers where like they did really lean into the met, like those Metroid elements. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fair to say those are Metroidvanias because they are specifically combining elements of Castlevania and elements of Metroid. But when you get a For game sure. like, like Axiom Verge or like even like Out Buddies where they're just like, this is just straight up just Metroid. It's, I don't know. It doesn't sound like feel fair to call it a metroid video like like hollow knight okay that's got the metroid stuff and it's a little gothic horror kind of stuff going on so it's a little bit more in the castlevania arena i'll call that one a metroidvania but i'm not gonna call mm. freaking this game this is just straight up you get a morph ball it's straight up just metroid call it a, a metroid video but anyway the problem with it is that it doesn't fully understand like how metroid like worked Be- like like you know, it's it's very it's very linear in its design. So like it's uh, at least for what I play, and I played I probably I played it for maybe like like five six hours, and like as much progress as I made, it just it never felt like there was any real um, like exploration that was going on. It like the way you have in a Metroid game where you're just you're constantly being presented with these like locked doors, and you constantly have to like go back and find little nooks and crannies that leads you to other areas where you start finding like mm. the the like the the equipment to start opening those doors. Like it's just like you go to a, you go to an area, you know, like it's like you just it's sort of a straight line. There might be like some branching paths with the doors. Like maybe there's one door that uh is locked that you need like a power up to get to but the way you get there is still so like linear and circular and like how you sort of end up back to that door um you know it it tries really hard and this and this is again like where i where i kind of feel bad because even like in like in um like the developer notes that were on like the steam page and in like the the press kit that was uh, given to me when we got the review like you like the the devs tried to give you a whole uh like bunch of resources to make the exploration a little bit more like uh seamless and sort of like this like you know just sort of like quality of life improvements but like that's the very thing that hampers the whole like game like specifically in the 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 titular like buddy that you get which is like a little robot that like you can switch to at any point um and you can just use it to like like just survey the entire room you're in so you like in 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 a half a second you already get to see like everything that's like like, you know uh within the room 
and there's no like thrill of exploration there's no tension like you already know that's what like to do where to go hollow knight exactly like that's that's what i mean but it's like like, like i get thing doesn't why even, the... you have to go way out of your way to get mapping done in that game and this one just lets you see all of a room without playing it first that's a little yeah and that's like that that's my point like it's just like it's i get why they're doing it because they you know they want to obviously like give like you know like the player like the ability to sort of know beforehand what's going on so that they can approach the situation but it's just like like where's the fun in like in in this in this supposed like hostile environment when you know you 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 can't like you don't get your own like ability to to sort of like experience it as it comes it's all like all of it's just sort of removed from it you know and then it's just it's weird it's just like it's it's one of those games where it's like it's trying very hard to be like a retro styled game but it doesn't like it doesn't have that same feel that like a lot of retro games have like it just it sort of feels like that a kind of game that like like was made in like you know unity or whatever but like is like just has the look of a of a of like an nes game it's it's i don't know it's maybe it's just me but it's just i always feel like this with with certain like retro style um games like indie games like sometimes you get the ones that like they know what they're doing and they make it feel like you're playing an nes game and other times it just it, it feels like a little just too slick i guess Mm. <laughs> so it's just it's just weird yeah it's earlier today i saw some some rough rough indie pixel art and it was very clear that that wasn't a choice that was a limitation yeah, yeah i mean, I, I mean I, l- let's not just like shit on indie games because like no no no, no. Yeah, that's, no that's, this I, one I, was bad this was it sounds like that's a 6.5 out of 10 uh jordan that sounds yeah like... no it just it just there was just so much conversation and, you just had yeah and then like it just the other thing that really irked me was the whole like like lovecraftian influence that it was trying to go for like it doesn't explicitly say anywhere that it's like you know like lovecraft inspired like not in like on the, the steam page out buddies dx but it like it it specifically like within the, the the like the you know opening like story point like it makes references to like the old gods and you know this this sunken city and like all this stuff like that so like you know it's trying to play into that like Lovecraftian influence mm. and I don't know there's like nothing that makes me roll my ar- eyes harder nowadays than just like an indie game with Lovecraft or Cthulhu or something it just it feels so overdone um, but I mean but, but I mean Jordan. Jordan, stop for a second. Yes. Did, did, did you know that uh, Cthulhu is now in Smite? I, I mean, I know you're excited. Wow. What? Well, <laughs> well they, they... thank you, thank you for, for this information. Thank you for proving my point. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you for that. It just he needs to be I everywhere. It's just like why for cursing wow. me with this. <laughs> um, it's just it's just and again like if you're gonna do it like you gotta do it like darkest dungeon where like you mm-hmm. really lead into like the like the existential fun fact, i'm gonna throw it out there jordan fun yes. fact not lovecraftian not well lovecraftian. no but you know, no but like it 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 no it doesn't it it has that sort of like lovecraftian vibe nope. where like nope it's got like, know, and stuff it's and just people who are like, it's just a... <laughs> 
I, no, Jordan, I'm going to actually tell you why I know Pretty this. Pretty sure Metroid okay. has tentacles and stuff. Liam, every, all the best stuff has tentacles. This but, <laughs> but, um, uh, I reached out to the people that did uh, Darkest Dungeon to do a uh, forward for uh, our Lovecraft series of books. Yes, and they actually mentioned they didn't look to Lovecraft at all, and they looked to another author. And it just Ooh. happened to be that other law. I forget. I, I have to look it up. But Dovecraft is <laughs> the, his lesser known brother, the less racist brother of all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not high bar, but you know what he is a, a high bar? A high bar is the Pokemon Presents presentation that was yes, that, that was dropped. Yes, good segue. Uh, that was a yep, 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 yep. We got dungeon. We got a few games released. I mean, I announced we got Pokemon Cafe Mix, which is a free-to-play puzzle game. It's going to be on your phone. It's going to be on your Switch. And it involves um, it involves you running a cafe and sort of using those puzzles to serve drinks and, and that kind of stuff. It looks like it could be a big money maker for Nintendo's mobile stuff because it's you know it, yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. you take a puzzle game, you take Nintendo, you put those together. It's, it's probably good for that. And I really like that style of puzzle game too. There was a really good yokai watch game on the like on mobile that was a very similar. Like you just like you sort of like have all those little blobs and you like kind of like connect them all and you use them yeah. to like attack battle I, yokai. I it was really cool. I haven't seen a th- really yokai watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I haven't actually seen a game like that because it is like a blob of sort of different shapes and like. Unlike something like Tetris Attack or like like a Puyo Puyo thing, you just like draw through them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is interesting because they're all in that sort of blob thing. And, and that was sort of the, the first thing. Then there was Pokemon Smile, uh, which is my favorite one that, that they announced. And it's a teeth brushing app. That was the actual first thing. It was incredible Oof. seeing it live. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean the point of it is you, you get the app on your phone and you you hold it while you're brushing your teeth. It's mostly meant for kids for them to brush their teeth and you can catch Pokemon while brushing your teeth. And actually right before we recorded this show, I was a couple minutes late because I had to brush my teeth just to see um, how it worked. And I caught a Dratini and my teeth are very clean now. So does it, does uh, it pair with the brush? So it's, you use a regular toothbrush. It just uses the camera. And the sort of issue I ran into is because it also tells you like what part of the mouth you should be cleaning at a certain time. It's like, okay, now you're in your left. Now you're like behind your teeth. Now you're here. Now you're here. So it's, it is sort of like a gamification of brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. But when there are certain places, like if you're putting your toothbrush like in your mouth on angles where the game just can't register your toothbrush and it says, can't register your toothbrush, brush harder. And it's like, if I'm going to brush harder, <laughs> I'm just going to bleed. Like, I don't know, man. I've, I don't know what to tell you, but I have an uh, so it, toothbrush it's, and it's a cute idea. I and like not be brushing harder with it at yeah, all. So, and the thing is, you get points based on how well you follow the instructions and stuff. So I got a Pokeball, but, but my brother got a Master Ball because he brushed his teeth better and his toothbrush was less translucent. So uh, it, it's it's interesting. But, you know, I, I caught two Pokemon for brushing. I think it's a cool game for kids and another quirky sort of thing where Nintendo's like, yeah, we're just going to, you know, get into that. We're going to teach you how to brush your teeth and, well, get, and you gamify know what? that. It's 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 one of those things that I like that I do genuinely love about Nintendo. Like it's just like it's sort of unrelated to Pokemon, but like it just in that sa- that sort of like same uh, vein. Like I recently uh, picked up that jump rope challenge uh, thing that's on the Switch. Sure, and that's a it's thing. Just, it's just like oh, yeah. it's like a cute little like jump rope simulator with your Joy Cons, and it's just like like you know Nint- Nintendo is really good about trying to make sure that like they're you're balancing like game playing and uh exercise or, like you know just general quality of life so it's just one of those reasons why i love them 
I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that you and Nintendo have an, uh, an affinity for each other, but... Well, you know what? I don't see no. EA making uh, toothbrush video games, so... Actually, Apex, Apex Legends is brushing Legends. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> just, just go all up and no kills EA for how hard you brush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the big one, or the one that people seem most excited about, is Pokemon Snap. The N64 game is yes. finally getting a sequel, so you can take yes. pictures of all the new Pokemon, all the old Pokemon, whatever Pokemon they choose to put in this game. Um, you guys excited? No. Um, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Not at all, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's Taking a, pictures of Pokemon? It's a little too late. City. Wow. Yeah, I don't, you know, some of you being like genuine, some of you, I don't know. Pictures of cool I stuff literally sometimes. have zero interest in this game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Zero. Yeah. You know what? I, I I will be honest, uh, like, you know, as much as I, because I, like, you know, I, I, I like every, any kind of uh, game that, like, you know, has the <laughs> kind any of. Game. Except any game. I, just, I, just, I like games. The end. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like you know, games that have like a like an artistic element to it, where you know, taking photos or like doing mm-hmm. stuff like that is is an element. Like I just I I don't know how much time I've spent recently in Animal Crossing. There's like an there's a there's a photo of like little event happening, and like you know, I've I've spent a lot of time doing that. So like it's just it seems fun to me, but I think it really is more um, the connection of you know obviously a game that was really close to a lot of people's childhoods um mm. i i did play yeah. a lot of pokemon snap back in the day and the only thing that so, bums me out about this is uh you know people will never know the 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 joys of going to a blockbuster to print off your photos and make little oh yeah that was a thing well, that was, a, that was that. like the only reason yeah. to play pokemon snap i feel like that if if COVID wasn't going on right now, Nintendo would probably have booths or something to show off the game or demos and stuff. Where you mm. you could probably do that. Mm. Seems like a no brainer there. But well, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just that Pokemon Snap is a game that when I see it, I'm like, oh, like it brings me joy. I'm like, oh, that's fun. But when you actually play the game, it's not a game you, like the full game to beat. It takes like two hours. Yeah. The original one. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of depth. You're you're going around taking pictures of Pokemon, which is great if you love Pokemon. But even then, it's not like a game that you can. Oh, like what am I playing today? Oh, Pokemon Snap. What am I playing tomorrow? Pokemon Snap. The 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 replayability, and I'm sure you can get nice, better pictures and everything. But that is definitely a game that was like, hey, it's it's a new Pokemon experience, and it's been so long since we've gotten one that the nostalgia has just been building and building mm. and building and building to the point that people are going to like it when it comes out and it's going to be, it's going to be enjoyable mm-hmm. and I'll probably enjoy it too, but it's not a, you know, well, I, I, it's, it's probably not going to be a game that, 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 you know, pushes boundaries or what have yeah. you. And probably shouldn't be one that's more than 30 bucks just by what, from what I've seen, but I mean, uh, it's a Nintendo yeah. game. You, you've already lost. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, you know, I think, I think the only difference with, with a game like this now and maybe something like the N64 one was, mm. It's it is the kind of game that's probably way better suited to a system like the Switch. Like you know, uh, it, you know, you have the portability aspect of it. You have um, the like the gyro control, so it's probably going to integrate something like where you're actually like using it to like take pictures and stuff. So it's going to feel like you're holding a camera in your hands, and it's just it's the kind of like small scale experience that is perfect for it like for a system like the switch where you know you could just sort of like hop in play it for maybe like you know a couple minutes take some photos of pokemon maybe share them on twitter or whatever with like you know your fandoms and then move on to something else like it's not like you're gonna have to sit down like you would on an n64 and like dedicate 
all your time to a television and actually like have to like get into it in the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like the perfect time and the perfect system to release a game like this. For sure. And I, I also think that this is a bit cushioned by the fact that Pokemon Go is a thing where you, you mm-hmm. sort of have that Pokemon experience where you can take po- pictures of Pokemon and go like it's, it's, it's sort of, I feel like a similar itch and mm-hmm. also reason why I, I've been thinking for a while that Pokemon Snap, if it is going to come back, it's going to come to mo- to mobile. I mean, it is mm. coming to Switch. It doesn't seem like it's coming to mobile, but it seems like that would have been a cool way to do it, where you're like, oh, you like taking pictures of Pokemon in the real world, or it's using some AR, uh, or something like this that. Is, this is being developed by Nomco, so they're actually trying to push up the fidelity a little bit, as they do whenever they touch Pokemon. Namco mm-hmm. uh, is Nomco. not as interested. Isn't Spider-Man? Is, are they the same? Spider-Man? Is, yeah, is no, this, I, is this... I mean, it, it, I mean, asking, I don't know if Namco is an actual company or if it's Namco. Is it? I think it's Namco. Namco. Okay. No, I mean, know. Namco is a company. I was asking more of this. If, there, if there's another Namco. Yeah. No, this is I Bandai Namco. Oh, okay. Bandai okay. Namco okay. is developing okay. new Pokemon Snap. Namco. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's also like. I, it, it's a game that came out so long ago, so this one's probably going to have a lot more quality of life. It's probably going to have a lot more game modes than the original game did. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I. We'll see what happens. They haven't really announced a a release date yet for it, but uh, it's cool that that's in development. A lot yeah, of people I, are excited I could about tell it. Tell from the trailer, it's like there was a little bit of a vertical slice going on where it showed you that you can you can see your own uh, track, and there might be a track selection at some point the original game didn't have that that would mm-hmm. be interesting and it would uh, let you um even if it's just multiple tracks going through the same area that would let you get a, more angles of the same events i want a battle royale i mean we all do we okay. all do <laughs> yeah of course it was a pretty thing a to battle say, royale but... in snap yeah a, a photography just, battle yeah. royale why not? Or just in my daily life. I don't know. It's yeah. you know, it's I I don't I don't really you know, I just want Battle Royale that's in my mind. I don't really know where. Just just going through. But they also announced they ended it off, they showed off Snap, they did all that stuff, and then they're like, but next week we're gonna announce a new game. And uh the fact the way they presented it seems like it's gonna be a bigger game than the the ones they announced. I know something bigger than Pokemon Smile does not seem real, but I think it might happen. And well, uh a boy could dream. Yeah, and just you know, a little thought exercise. Uh, what what do you guys want to be the mystery Pokemon game? And I'll go to Brandon last because he's such a big Pokemon fan. So I'll give you him. Oh, I do to, love everything Pokemon. More time to think about everything. it, and, and and I'll start it off. Um, I I, I just want to see them do a um, another issue, uh, another entry in the Let's Go series. Just just go to Johto. Go to the second one. Yeah, people will buy it. It's it's simple. It's got good Pokemon. It's my favorite Pokemon sort Mine of thing. Too. There. Um, I don't know how much work they'd have to, how hard it'd be to do, but I think that. Judging we got the last one like what two years ago, I think that's it's a doable time frame. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want to see. Liam, what is what is your crystal ball telling you the game is going to be next week? So my crystal ball is telling me one of two things. Ooh, Either it's going to be, paths. yep. As far as I can tell, there's it can only be one of two things. One is a Let's Go remake of Gen Two, or a regular sword and shield styled remake of generation four diamond and pearl hmm. no 
<laughs> well, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. What do you want, Liam? No, he doesn't want that. Nah. Well, <laughs> no. okay. so. well, if we're asking what I want, I don't care about either of those things. No, it's, I got it's, Snap. It's a... I got yeah. Insurgents. I got Clover. Pokemon Smile. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's just, sure. I don't know why it's it's a thing that annoys me is seeing how many people are like, oh, let's go Diamond and Pearl. It's like, Diamond and Pearl sucked, okay? Uh, Stop asking for it. They are my second favorite. <laughs> they are, I mean, I guess if you like Geodudes and Zubats, they're great, but it's just, they were such mediocre games. I think that's an insult, Brandon. I don't know. I don't. I'm yeah, not sure. I, I thoroughly <laughs> disagree with you on that, sir. But this is, all right. Well, that was. It was a thing for for those who don't know. It was sort of a thing. I don't know if it was a problem in the design or that exactly how they wanted the game to be. But not like Coronet literally, up too much of it. It's just they, like everywhere you went, it was just geodudes. And I swear to God, I got a geodude. I was like in the water, and a geodude just showed up, and I was like, I, "Okay, I this is a thing." I guess. Are coloring this, my man. <laughs> no, they were they were literally everywhere. It was it was rough. Although I will say, my one of my favorite Pokemon's did come out of uh, Diamond and Pearl. So, so what is your choice there, Jordan? What what do you think it's going to be? What do you want it to be? And it can't um, be anything we've said because then you're just copying. So, well, okay. I mean, I I definitely like hey, the idea of. I didn't say anything. <laughs> so you don't want well... a Pokemon game? Oof. <laughs> The, the, they're gonna they're gonna kick off the presentation, be like just kidding, and then it's gonna be yeah. like thirty minutes it's of Pokemon just, Smile just another, If you show me another <laughs> trailer of Snap, I'll be perfectly happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I definitely like the idea of like a Let's Go, you know, silver and gold version, but um, I don't know anything could be on the table. I think uh, I made my personal personal choice. I'd love to see a new. Um, Pokin tournament game because it's such, mm. a, yes. such an underrated yes. game, or even yeah. just a port. Because like, I'm no, we got a port sure on Switch. Oh, did we? Oh, okay. not only yeah. did it get a port, the Switch version got DLC. That uh, yeah, it was all the, all the, uh, the other the, version didn't. Nice. Yeah, it was ah. all the fighters that only released in Japan, like on this specific arcade. No, actually, like, they... there were some. There were some. Oh, and uh, the... some new DLC, yeah. some completely new ones. Yeah, yeah, want, that's right. I want Pokin tournament. But like, oh, it's so good! In Smash Bros. It's great. And they'd call it Super Smash Bros. Super Smash, yeah. Super the, yeah. Smash Pokemon. They're I gonna mean, put all eight hundred Pokemon in there. Were to actually like, make another yeah. Smash clone that wasn't Kirby, because they did that that one time. It was a 3DS game. No one remembers, but they did it. Hmm. I would certainly Sounds love fake. to see another Pokemon fighting game in any form. Wow. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. Brandon, what is the game that you want to see? Where do you want Pokemon to go next? Uh, well, I, you do realize I, I, I need that deep, dark mm-hmm. remake that tells the true story of Ash and wow. his, his darkness. Yeah. I don't know. I have no knowledge of Pokemon. It's <laughs> scary. <laughs> the game that actually wow. verges on the anime would be kind of amazing but only for I, very I, that. I don't know reasons. yeah yeah resident evil 8 ash edition i i i'd play it yeah first person weird dark pokemon game where the pokemon are really trying to kill you i'm down with that you gotta yeah. catch them all but if you get caught you you die so you gotta yeah it's really it's you know it's real early development like 2025 uh release window so. There was a there was a fan game they made like that where like when you when you kill the Pokemon they like die for real and then they come back as like ghosts. Was that Pokemon Black? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Black is a real game. 
<laughs> oh no no this was this was like bef- was this was the, I, I think because this was way before black and white like it was like a fan game this is what made i think it, I, well, i'm sure it might have been called pokemon blast i'm sure yeah, there there's a few cool pokemon fan games like i have uh i have one on my game boy that's uh it's completely legal but it's a it's totally like, legal. yeah totally legal sorry i got the words wrong <laughs> but it's a it, it's one where it's like a horror version of, of, of pokemon so sort of along that way and just like the color palette and like the pokemon and uh it's much harder than the other ones too so if you can find yeah, it in a like shop downtown, check it I out. I alluded to two Pokemon fan games earlier, Pokemon Insurgents and Pokemon Clover. Uh, Clover recently got its full release. Insurgents has been getting post-game content for a little while now. Uh, as I understand, both are very good. Insurgents is the more serious one. Clover is literally has memes converted into Pokemon. But it does have an entirely <laughs> original Pokedex, so it does have that going on for it, if you value that. Better than Sword and Shield, am I right, Jordan? Hey, uh. easy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sword and Shield. No, I know. I, I, I kid. A wonderful game. But yeah, that is that is our Pokemon talk, that are talking about the Pokemon Presents presentation. And that is it for this week's episode of Pixels and Ink. Wow, we kind of flew by. We talked about a Metroidvania game. We talked about the EA conference, talked about some Pokemon stuff. We talked about brushing our teeth. So really exciting, really good stuff. Uh, Liam, where can people find you? People can find me at at RogueMClone on Twitter. I'm not doing much, but I'd love to start doing more. (laughs) I'll (laughs) see what I can do with myself. Okay, okay. Stay positive. Nice. Jordan, are you doing stuff on your various social medias where people can find you? Yes, you can find me at on Twitter at NinjaJordan underscore, and you can find me on YouTube at NinjaReviews. Ooh, like, subscribe, do that up. I'm, Brandon I'm Fry. getting ready. Oh, fine. Getting no, fine. Ready. Just, just, just getting ready. No, I'm sorry. I, I, no. I think you can do more. You, you have another five <laughs> seconds if you want to take it. I'm getting ready to defend Sticker Star on my channel, so get ready Ooh, for that I, action. I do you down, boy. <laughs> and Brendan, where, where, where are you at? Uh, Beefry26 on everything. So Wonderful. you can follow me if you want to. Most of it's just me complaining about things, so be aware. Nice. Be aware. Just be aware, everyone. And I'm at Alex Hansiak on all social medias. You know, find our stuff on cgmagonline.com. And yeah, enjoy this beautiful day as you look out your window. Or if you don't have a window, look at the place where you want a window to be. Get it into existence. And we'll be back next week. That got weirdly dark, Alex. Thank you. For another exciting episode of Pixels and Ink. Take care.